0: Ten years. Three boys. One question.
1: Are we friends? Hello and welcome to Are We Friends? The show where there's been three boys, they've known each other for ten years and they're going through their interests one at a time to find out if they are still friends. Did I say the name of the show? It's Are We Friends? I'm I'm Jorge,
0: and I'm Shannon,
1: and today we actually are missing out on most of our people for various reasons, uh, but we wanted to get you something out very <laughs> last minute, and so um, what what we decided on is this is just a, a synopsis of the movie. <laughs> Jungle to Jungle starring Tim Allen.
0: Jorge, don't get them too excited. You put a little too much pizzazz on it.
1: I can see my my sound is like very high right
0: now. (laughs) We're very excited to be here talking to you about Jungle to Jungle. We are recording this sitting side by side in bed. In bed. This is very intimate.
1: I asked Brian to leave out the microphone for me and he forgot the stand. So we're we're just holding our microphones today.
0: We're just free balling it. Yes,
1: this that was the intro is also not a joke. This is actually just going to be a synopsis for Jungle to Jungle. So it, I if you want if you don't want that I would I would leave now because that's that's all we got today.
0: Yeah, you're not allowed to complain about it because if you listen to it and you don't like it, then you should have stopped listening to it in the first place.
1: Yeah, I am doing it also from memory. I probably should have le- looked up the 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 names or something at least. But uh, so we start out and it's uh, Tim Allen. <laughs> whose name I don't know uh, <laughs> I and looking he's uh <laughs> he's at uh he's at the one of those stock exchange things where everybody's like doing the thing where everyone's yelling really close together and they're like waving around little pieces of paper uh, and he manages to purchase a bunch of uh coffee s- stocks I assume. I don't know if he literally owns the coffee it's, or if it's, it's stocks in a coffee company
0: it's coffee stocks
1: okay uh, or so if
0: it's not, then his name is Michael Cromwell.
1: That They never said that name one time in the movie. Not a single time. Oh, I should also mention that our we watched this with our friend Melanie, who was very excited to watch it with Shannon for the first time. Because Melanie and I had both watched this as kids. And uh, she's probably going to be pretty mad that she's not on the episode. And she also listens to the podcast. So I just wanted to... To point that out, hello, Melanie. I'm sorry. We didn't have anything else to do.
0: Sorry.
1: Anyways, Michael Cromwell has these coffee stocks, right? And uh, he has to really fast. He's like, this is a good idea. Martin Short is his little advisor goon. And he's like freaking out about how much coffee he bought. And Tim Allen's like, do not worry about it. Hold the coffee. Do not sell it till I get back. So he zips off to an island where he's supposed to meet his separated wife so they can sign their final divorce papers and that,
0: they've been separated for like 10 plus years. Like this is yeah. not a just happened kind of shit. This oh, is yeah. like, I'm trying to get married and now I need to find this person that I married 10 years ago and divorce the fuck out of her. Yeah.
1: It must be like 14 years in particular. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, he gets there and the, somebody the, meets him. It's her lawyer. And she's like, Hey, the lawyer, I mean, is like, you're, you gotta go meet her on this Island. And he's like, that sucks. Okay. I guess. And he gets to the Island. And the boat that got him there leaves without him, so he has to spend the night on the island. And that's where his ex-wife, who's honestly really, really... To- they make her outlook to be a good guy in this, but she's very toxic. Uh, she's she like, She makes hey. terrible life decisions. Yeah, she's like, I abandoned you because you didn't pay enough attention to me. Also, I had a kid with you that I didn't tell you about before you left. His name is Mimi Siku, and he lives on this island. And this is an, an island of some sort of ambiguous indigenous people. I don't think they actually say... Um, but Mimi Siku is like completely white, but he is part of. The, they're both part of the society, it's, and
0: it's okay. So apparently, it's a semi-westernized tribe in Canaima Can- 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 National Park, Venezuela. It's in Venezuela. Cool.
1: I don't think they say that either.
0: No, they definitely don't say that. Uh,
1: anyways, uh, so Tim Allen tries to bond with his son Mimi Siku a little bit, and they go hunting. And Mimi Siku like, "Will you take me to see?" Your your town. Well,
0: hang on, hang on. We gotta we gotta slow down because you're missing we some essential are parts now. So
1: early on in Jungle no, the no, Jungle, no, no, no,
0: no. but you forgot. Okay, you you gotta mention the part where he starts like like trying to use charades to like like say words to him, and Mimi oh, Siku yes. is like pretending that he doesn't know shit, and he's just like, "Cool, I'm gonna go over there now. I don't I don't understand English." And very quickly it is revealed that he does indeed speak English.
1: Yes. So Mimi Siku likes to play. He calls he calls Tim Allen baboon. That's why we don't know Tim Allen's actual name because we only uh, hear him referred to as baboon. because he only gets called baboon. Um, so Tim Allen, uh, promises to take him to New York when he's a man. Um, and then later he finds out that in this tribe, that day exactly is when Mimi Siku <laughs> becomes a man. Mimi Siku also gives pots to women to sleep with them, and he is 14 years old. So I'm pretty sure. This movie's like full of child sex, but I I can't actually conf- It's implied. It's heavily implied.
0: So the so the, the the becoming a man ceremony that was just like putting a candle out with your fingers, right?
1: Uh, no. It was like they had a broken piece of wood that is like like red hot, and it's like fairly large. Mimi Seiko has to put his whole hand over it.
0: So putting a candle out. That with your, it with did your not fingies. go out.
1: It was hot. It was still red hot while Mimi Siku was holding it. I'm very pro Mimi Siku, even though he's extremely problematic. Like this whole movie is a problem. I think in general we probably shouldn't be talking about it, but uh I don't know. I
0: don't know. I feel like I could do a study on this movie because, like, it definitely that we we were worried going into this movie because we were like, this is gonna be problematic as fuck. It's look look up the cover if you haven't seen the the poster for this movie. It is like Tim Allen with some kind of headdress on and you're like, oh, oh no. And this is going to be bad. And he's holding
1: an arrow in his mouth. Yes.
0: But, you know, it could have been a lot worse, I feel like. I say that very gently because this movie might actually be problematic as fuck and I maybe just don't realize it.
1: It's not what happens in the movie. It's the fact that they wrote it this way.
0: Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. Fun fact. This movie is an American remake of the 1994 what? French film Un Indien dans la Vie, which is Little Indian Big City.
1: Wow. So That's, yep. We got to tell Melanie. <laughs>
0: we got to tell Hey Melanie,
1: did uh, you know? <laughs> anyway, so you learn See, I'm learning stuff already. Anyways, they so Baboon finds out that Mimi Siku is a man now and uh, you know, they 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 argue about it for a little bit, but obviously he's taking him back to New York. Um they do one of those things where he's like you're not coming and then the next scene he's like on the plane with Mimisuku um who's already starting to pee like just in the plane wherever cuz uh, that's going to be like a recurring thing he just does whatever he wants cuz he's not used to our society I guess
0: <laughs> just pee <laughs> a flight attendant comes over and informs baboon that he has peed on the the door to the plane or something yeah.
1: So, Baboon gets back to his office in New York, and he goes to talk to his boss, and Mimi Siku's like, what's happening? And he's like, I gotta go fight my boss. I gotta go kill the chief to something or other. Um, And he goes in, and his boss is mad about the the coffee, because what? Baboon was on the island. He thought he had told Martin Short to sell all the coffee, but he didn't, when Martin Short was, like, confirmed that request, and he didn't confirm it because he lost the internet while he was on the island or battery or whatever. Also,
0: somehow he had like a satellite, internet, computer. He's phone an important Wall Street person. In the, what what year is this movie? A like nineteen ninety nine? Yeah. I guess you you can do anything with money yep. in the 90s. Uh and so now.
1: Since he didn't confirm the order, Martin Short didn't sell the coffee, and now the coffee that was gonna be a big win is plummeting. And so their boss is mad at them, and they have to go try to find somebody to sell the coffee. The boss specifically tells them, when you Make a good bet, the coffee profits with you, but when you fuck it up, that's that's your fault and your money, so you got to go fix it yourself, and the comp- the company's not responsible. I don't know how Wall Street works, but this feels wrong, but they're bad people, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's how it works. Uh, anyways, this is where Mimisiku, there's a tarantula that we was revealed back on the island <laughs> that is his pet, whose name- Matika. Matika. uh. And the, the tarantula is nice unless you're yelling and then he comes and he can bite you so hard you die um,
0: but unless you're if you're not if you're just chilling then he's just chilling like all you have to do is not be yelling but you know everybody yeah. sees the tarantula and then be yelling so
1: so baboon's boss is yelling at him so he has to yell harder so that Matika comes after him instead and then he gets Matika into the handsome uniku again after the, so, but the, the point of the plot is they have to go sell this coffee. After this, they go to Baboon's wife's house where she's part of a reality TV show or they're just filming her for some reason. They're also preparing for her wedding. Her, her Sorry, did I say wife? It's fiance.
0: She's like an actress slash like socialite, I feel like.
1: I thought she was a dress designer, like a, like a fashion designer. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Honestly, it's not
0: important at all. They're filming her a socialite. bunch.
1: It is important that she's like high class society. So she's like, okay, I'm cool with Mimi Siku existing since... Uh, makes for a good TV yeah I think they said the the jungle the rainforest is very big right now and none of them know where the rainforest is Uh, so they're talking about shit and Mimi Siku like steps out on the ledge of the building because he can see the Statue of Liberty also to finish his man ceremony the chief had told him he needs to bring back fire from the Statue of Liberty so Mimi Siku is going to be obsessed with Statue of Liberty from here on out Uh, yeah Baboon manages to bring him back inside everybody claps but he's like we got to get going uh, they go to meet with some Russians. This is where the order starts to get a little mangled for me, but I'm going to hit all the big points.
0: So, th- so they go to meet with these Russians Wh- with the intention of like offloading these stocks onto somebody else because they're like, now we have all these coffee stocks and we're doing a bad job yeah. and, and our boss is going to kill us if we don't unload these on somebody. Yeah.
1: And these Russians are the only ones who are willing to buy the stocks. And they're obviously shady, but they're willing to buy them. But put-
0: they're like, we'll give you cash.
1: Yeah, they hand them a whole suitcase full of a million dollars. I think I think it's exactly one million dollars. And the problem is that the boss is like, but you have to promise me that this coffee won't drop below a certain amount. And Tim Allen's like, we can't do that. And Martin Short's like, but we have to sell this coffee. And Baboon is like, I do not care. They go to speak in the hallway, and he's like, you, make, you get us out of this. We can't sell it to this guy because he's literally going to kill us. And so he leaves with Mimi Siku. And Martin short is left alone with this big intimidating Russian um who I feel like the actor's famous but I don't really know uh anyway,
0: David Ogden steers
1: maybe you know who that is maybe
0: you know maybe you can tell us send yep. send us a meme
1: uh so obviously Martin short is too weak and meek to to uh to not sell this coffee to this Russian but we don't see it on camera uh Baboon goes off uh and they have to go meet up with his fiance for dinner. Uh, he tries to make he tries to put Mimi Siku in normal because up to this point Mimi Siku has been wearing his like normal like loincloth and stuff from the island. Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> but there there's certain stuff that you say that's just like, ah uh, yeah and yeah no I can see I can yeah, see how this movie a, is no, not it's, not great.
1: Yeah, it's not great. Uh, so Mimi like, oh let's eat the cat that you have, and they're like, no you don't yep. eat we do not the cat's not for eating, and he's like, cool I got it thanks. Uh, but then the 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 fiance is having like some fancy other designer in town another, it's another important rich person uh they come in and then they find Mimi Suku is eating all the cat food he's like he's up on top of the counter in like a gargoyle stance eating all the cat food and then the other lady almost throws up and everybody's mad at him
0: even though like it's a perfectly normal thing to do honestly and because a- what child has not been like yo cat or dog food yes i will try that
1: every time you tell Mimisiku not to do something. He doesn't do it again. They just haven't told him how to do it. They just
0: literally haven't told him how to do it yet.
1: Yeah, so Mimisiku's in trouble, and Baboon has to be like, fiance, tomorrow we can hang out, and I'll do something with Mimisiku. So
0: he's he's basically like, in order to patch things up, I'm just going to send him to live with my business partner for now, who is Martin Short. Yeah, so oh, he's just he like...
1: he first The first day, he leaves him alone in the house. Word. And so he's...
0: I oh, think, this is where the Baboon, Statue of Liberty shenanigans yeah, come Baboon in. Yeah,
1: goes off to work. Uh, the fiance is still getting ready, and the the Matika M- M- goes in front of the bathroom door, or like chases her into the bathroom, and then she's stuck in the bathroom all day while Matika won't let her leave. Yes. Because she keeps screaming. Um, meanwhile, Mimi Siku goes out to see the Statue of Liberty alone because Baboon has, is too busy for him, and he climbs. And he
0: just gets up there and is like, I'm a, I'm a climb, I'm a climb yeah. to the fire, I'm gonna go get the fire, brb y'all, I'm just gonna go grab some fire. And then he like directly puts his hand on it and is like,
1: fuck, yeah, this is not, it's this not is real. not a
0: flame, I cannot use this.
1: So he's mad because the cops have to come get him down, and he couldn't get the fire, and Baboon won't spend enough time with him.
0: And then Baboon is pissed because he has to go deal with this shenanigans
1: yeah he has to like leave work to go deal with that i feel like um so he's like it's cool we'll figure this shit out but you do have to go live with my with my business partner for a little bit while well, i patch things up with my fiance, who's very mad at me because she got stuck in a room a bathroom all day by Matika the tarantula maybe tarantula it's some sort of giant spider i don't know
0: it looks like a tarantula and martin short his business partner, mind you, whose whose character's name is Richard Kempster, but honestly, who cares? It's Martin,
1: Martin Short. Short.
0: So Martin Short has a daughter who happens to be the same age as Mimi Siku. I think she's like twelve.
1: To Mimi Siku's fourteen. That's my guess.
0: They're they're close. It's not it's weird like when that. you're kids. No. Yeah.
1: It was close enough. Uh, but Mimi Siku obviously is like she's the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Uh,
0: and she's like this guy's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So they're they're staying at Martin Short's house. And uh, Martin Short like flips out because uh,
0: he he has this like really expensive pet fish, and Mimi Siku like pulls the pet fish out of the out of the tank and cooks it and eats it.
1: Yeah, like a bunch of them. Yeah, he only gets one baby one left. But at some point, uh, Martin Short is like, "Oh no, the price of coffee has like plummeted, and I did sell the Russian the coffee." So he has to go interrupt uh, Baboon while he's at dinner with his fiance being like, hey, this Russian's actually going to kill us if we don't do something about this. So Baboon and Martin Short go to meet with the Russian and they're like, hey, we'll literally sell you. We'll buy back the coffee at the same price that we sold it to you. We're sorry. And he's like, I don't really trust you. And I feel like you're tricking me. And they're like, we're not tricking you. We're too stupid. And he's like, "Okay, but I'm going to cut off your fingers if you're lying to me. So they sell him, They buy back the coffee from the Russian and then they're on their way. Uh, And then some of the stuff we already said happens. That's when this happens. <laughs> and then uh, later is when uh, Martin Short finds out that the price of coffee skyrockets back up. And so
0: this fucking Russian mobster is like, you guys fucking tricked me. You guys did a shady business deal and you just wanted to get your product back because you knew it was going to skyrocket. So he's pissed and he's like, I'm coming for the fingies.
1: Yeah. So, uh, at the same time, Marn Short is mad because he found Mimi Siku making out with his daughter. Oh, they slept together in a hammock. That's right. They did not have they, sex, though, they because They literally no pot were exchanged.
0: just inside of a hammock together and were dozing off. And he finds they them were out and is night. like,
1: oh, they had slept my God. Out it was all night that they were out there together. He
0: threatens to send her to an all-girls summer camp. That is her punishment. Okay, just like so, you just want you just want your daughter to be a lesbian. Okay, okay. <laughs> so she
1: locks herself in her room. Bb comes in through the window. They're chilling there. Um, he's both pissed, but then he's just now found out about the coffee thing. So he's like, "We have to get everybody in the car and get out of here." Tim Allen arrives and he's like, "You have to help me get them out." Uh, and so when they're still struggling with that, is when the Russians arrive and it breaks out into like a full '90s comedy fight scene where people are like.
0: So, so mind you, mind you, Tim Allen, A.K.A. Baboon, this whole time has been obsessed with this like blow dart that Mimi Seku has with him, and he's just like very into trying to get this to work for yeah. him. There and is it a... is not working for him. He has goofed he multiple goofs it, times. He
1: goofed it up every time. The first time he shoots himself in the foot and falls asleep all night, and it's a, it's a cute scene where first he tucked in Mimi Seku, but then he darted himself, and then Mimi Seku comes and tucks him in. He's very cute. Uh, but then, and there's that actually pretty funny scene where he accidentally blow darts the cat, and then it's it's Tim Allen just like vamping with like pretending that this cat is alive <laughs> around his fiance. It is, <laughs> it's like it's pretty good.
0: It's pretty good. It's pretty good.
1: Uh, so this fight scene, yes, also involves Tim Allen trying to blow dart people and accidentally blow darting family members. And, and
0: Mimi Siku's using the tarantula, and like these, this family is pulling out all the stops. This family yeah. is like, we are not letting. These Russian mobsters take us down, even though like each one of them in very quick succession keeps getting knocked out.
1: Yeah, they keep pulling out guns and then like not using them. It's it's
0: keep, everybody keeps getting blow darted. It's chaos. It's a it's a, pretty, it's a, it's a 90s romp chaos.
1: But ultimately, the boss was scared enough of the tarantula that when they are they wake up from being knocked out, they're like, "Okay, we'll leave you alone. We're out of here." I don't know why the plan isn't just to come back and kill them later, but. uh the Russian is like, nope, can't handle Mimisiku in that tarantula, so goodbye. Um, so the plot is solved there, and then uh, uh, Baboon is like, okay, you have to go back home now. I'm sorry you couldn't get the fire, and Mimisiku's like, it's fine, but I, I am sad. I have I understand sadness now. Uh, <laughs> and then on the way back, he's uh, Baboon as a parting gift gives him a lighter that is shaped like the Statue of Liberty where the flame comes out of the torch, and uh, Mimi Siku's like, oh, hooray. Um, and
0: Mimi Siku gives Baboon a blowpipe with poison darts Yep, and tells him to come practi- to practice and see him when he can hit flies with the blow dart.
1: Yes, and so he also gives uh, Mimi Siku a laptop so he can contact him satellite from the Satellite phone. On. Yeah, satellite yeah. phone, that's it. Uh, and then he goes back to, with his fiance, and he's like, hey, we should take a trip. And her is like, Obviously, like, only wants to go on days that works for her and her cameraman. I will
0: will go on a trip when my cameraman can fit this into my shooting schedule. Yeah,
1: and Tim Allen also is like clearly not into stocks anymore because he had a fun blow dart adventure. So he, at the end of the movie, he goes back to the island with Martin Short's (laughs) whole family.
0: Wait, you didn't you didn't explain how he got the blow dart? How he figured out that he could hit the fly? He's
1: back in the stock place from the first scene of the movie, and he blow darts his boss. Because there's a fly on his back.
0: Yes, he's aiming for a fly, and he blow darts his boss.
1: Yes. Uh, but then he gets the fly, and then he goes to the island and shows Mimi Siku that he got the fly, and Martin Schwartz's whole family there is there along with the daughter. So I guess Mimi Siku gets to be with his dad and bang the Martin Short's daughter?
0: Is, I was going to talk about this, okay? Because this, this is kind of weird to me. I'm like, why did wh- why did Martin Short's whole family come on vacation with them? Why why wouldn't you be like, no, absolutely not, I'm not going guess, to... I guess bonding over destroying the russian mob together yeah has something to do with it i think
1: that's kind of that's about that's but i would also it. still
0: probably be like yeah our kids are not gonna hang out you know like yeah i don't know
1: yeah it's a lot it is a lot for sure um and then the last scene of the movie is that uh uh baboon has brought a, a fancy pot which we know means sex now and he accidentally holds it up to his ex-wife And his ex wife gives him a knowing look and then he's like, Whoops, but then it's like, I don't know, maybe. So it's like implied that he's gonna get back together with his wife.
0: I feel like we need to elaborate on the pot thing because you were just like Mimi Segu gives girls pots and it means they're having sex. So their like custom of like like trying to get a girl to go out with you or whatever is giving her a pot, like a like a hand. I thought the whole time it was
1: heavily implied that you give a pot and then you fuck if they accept the pot.
0: I there, nobody mentions kid sex, Kid's X is not mentioned in this. I want
1: to say Melanie maybe misled me on that. <laughs> it wasn't paying <laughs> enough attention.
0: Well, we had a call out. That's I, some thought call that's, out culture I thought right that's
1: there. what was was happening the whole time. That's why we kept saying it.
0: Okay, what was the highlight? What was the highlight for you? What was I like your I like part? when
1: the cat was was knocked unconscious because he. <laughs>
0: Like, Tim Allen is very funny when yeah, he vamps on his comes, own. Comes dude.
1: out and he like he like basically pulls it behind the counter and he's like, "Wow, the cat's really fast! Look at just like ran over there." He points off from the <laughs> distance, but clearly the cat is basically dead behind the counter. He keeps making cat noises when she's in the other room.
0: Honestly, Tim Allen is just. I'm gonna, I'm going to talk about my love hate relationship for Tim Allen right now because Tim Allen is a piece of shit, hundred percent, absolutely man i find that guy hilarious like i don't know what it is dude ever since home improvement this guy is very funny it's a santa He's claus very good. At vamp- yeah santa claus is fucking great but he just i mean every scene where he should be in a huge goober like with the blow darts and it's just very good it's very oh, good
1: there's a bug on the bed <laughs> there's a bug on the bed where well, we're recording
0: you need a blow dart and then you can get it i know
1: Okay. Uh what was your what was the highlight of the movie for you?
0: It was it was all the parts where Tim Allen was vamping. It was what oh, I just said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. That's Honestly, the script is kind of tight. We really couldn't leave out any scenes from the movie because yeah, we
0: probably should have like looked up the order that the scenes happened in, so we just didn't like list everything that happened and then go yeah, I don't know that happened in some order or another.
1: But I mean, we literally had to list everything that happened in the movie because there is no time wasted in that movie. It was from beginning to end. You knew exactly. like there's no scene that you can drop out of that movie.
0: And you don't. It doesn't feel too long. It's like the perfect length. It's like one of those movies where you're not like, is this is this the middle or the very end or you're just like okay. Beginning, middle, and perfect. The
1: bug is crawling closer to you. The real bug that is on the bed is on his way over to you Where right now. Where is it? It's over there. Sorry, <laughs> you can't. You can't see when I point, audience. But there is a bug. Um what? Yeah. Word. And yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Um, I can't say that I like highly recommend watching it. Uh, there's more of a thing, and you now you now have the whole synopsis. So um, I don't know if it sounds lost, like it I appeals to you. You lost the bug.
0: Update. I, oh, I found the bug.
1: Okay. Um. So that's that's really all I have. Is there any final words on jungle to jungle?
0: Um. I I need someone to explain to me like why or why it is not problematic. I'm I'm not I'm not gonna do that as a white person. I feel like, or maybe a uh, uh, maybe a smarter white person than me should do. I don't know. I don't want that responsibility to fall on somebody else. I think
1: it's I think it's it's pretty problem. I mean I don't think it's like that i mean it's just like you know it is making it's very much just using uh like
0: using like a native tribe as a de- as a plot device
1: yeah and it's but it's like not an actual one it's just like using bits and pieces of it to for like white people's entertainment like mimi Seek was white like it's fucked up yeah it's not fucked up that that could happen you know it's, but they made it happen because it's fucked up and they're fucked up and everybody's racist and i hate myself
0: yeah all of those things. Uh, I, I agree with all of those things.
1: Uh, Yep. So on the topic of Jungle to Jungle, are we friends?
0: Yeah. I would say we're both just as uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I still enjoyed it. I did watch it many times when I was a kid. Probably not as many times as Melanie. but this, um,
0: <laughs> this was the first time I had seen it. And I mean, you know when you watch a movie and you're like, oh, that did not hold up at all. It was like, it was not you know like i wasn't like oh god turn it off i was like okay i get it
1: yeah um there's a recurring joke where the when he has the laptop on the island uh there's a, a sexy pop up comes up and the woman says like hello oh hello and all the every time he tries to ask one of the island residents any questions after that they're always like oh hello <laughs> And it's that part's pretty funny. That part's I pretty funny. funny. I think that's the only thing we missed in the entire movie. That's pretty wholesome. Uh, so yeah, I would also say we're friends. We're Phew. about the same um, feeling on it. And uh, I'm gonna also speak for Brian and Taylor and say that they also would love Jungle to Jungle and think we're friends. Um, especially Brian probably thinks really highly of the movie Jungle to Jungle. Um, <laughs> I think he probably like <laughs> probably wishes he top was here. Five. And I think yeah, maybe top top five. I would say. We should walk away thinking that Jungle to Jungle is probably one of Brian's top five favorite movies.
0: And and if Brian does not bring this up on the next episode, then you know that he didn't listen to this episode because yeah, so he's definitely gonna want to bring roast it up. him, um, roast him, crew.
1: Yep. So that's it. Nice little, nice little, quick, short one for y'all. I guess this is a neat shit episode. But uh, this this was Ari friends does the synopsis of uh, Jungle to Jungle.
0: Thanks for thanks for tolerating this, guys.
1: Yep. Uh, you wanna, you wanna plug him? Oh, um, Plug it's, I mean, it's us, r-we-friends.com. Dot com. Uh, at underscore we friends on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, listen to Outlaws and Old Ones.
0: Check out Outlaws and Old Ones. It Comes podcast. out every other Tuesday. It is the podcast version of the Outlaws and Old Ones Twitch stream, which is a Call of Cthulhu game. It is a tabletop role-playing game. It is completely 100% improvised. By By the Outlaws Network, primarily Jorge, <laughs> does, does <laughs> primarily the load of work. But you know, sometimes we throw in names and such other such a sort of things. but uh, it's very fun. You can you can listen to the podcast to catch up on the Twitch stream or you can listen to the Twitch stream to get ahead of the podcast. you know it's, it's a little column a, a, little column B. And you can uh, follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv/ the outlaws Network. Or on Instagram at Outlaws and Old Ones. Uh,
1: uh, the last thing on our network is Downtime with John and Emily. Woo! Uh, you can find them. At Downey Siblings, I feel like.
0: At Downy Siblings on Instagram, uh, Downtime with John and Emily, wherever you find your podcasts. And they are really freaking cool because they have a new musical guest every single week. They have new original music for you. It's great. You can find a new artist. I have found... Many an album, which I have listened to on repeat from their podcast. So check it out. Cool.
1: Do you want to, you you go first. I have to go last. You got to go first.
0: I have been your substitute host, Shannon. I, I ran out of creative things to say. I'm sorry.
1: And I'm still just Jorge.
0: And we will see you next week.
1: Mimi Siku.